This is the Reading Instruction Show. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Andy Johnson. Today we're going to try something a little bit different. I'm going to read parts of a book that I'm working on, I'm going to share with you. It's a memoir called Coming Out of a Different Sort of Closet, Living with Mental Health Issues. And as I said, it's a memoir, so I thought I'd change it up a little bit. And this is the introduction. Now, a full disclosure, I've never written a memoir before. I don't write that sort of thing. I am an academic writer. I strive to write with objectivity and precision. You may remember some of my classic page-turners, such as Academic Writing, Process and Product, or A Short Guide to Action Research. And who can forget 10 Essential Instructional Elements for Students with Reading Difficulties, a a brain-friendly approach? Remember them? No? Being an academic writer, I'm not used to using adjectives. So this memoir writing stuff, it's going to take a little getting used to. And you must forgive me if I occasionally lapse into sterile, grammatically correct writing that's of no interest to anybody. It's what I do. Again, I'm an academic writer. Now some details about myself. I'm a 64-year-old college professor. I work at Minnesota State University, Mankato, in the small city of Mankato in southern Minnesota. I've got a wife and a dog. We live in a nice middle-class home. And I've been diagnosed with a general anxiety disorder and major reoccurring depression. Now, I've lived with this since my early 20s. However, it was not officially diagnosed until I was 35. Up until then, I was just a goofball. Now I'm a clinically diagnosed goofball with a better understanding. And like I said, I've never written a memoir. I didn't think I had much to write about. Now, as I was working on the introduction, I realized that the writing wasn't working for me. I wasn't feeling the energy. Felt like I was writing a Montgomery Ward's catalog. I was just moving words around the page and saying nothing. Now, once upon a time, I actually used to be able to write. I used to paint pictures with my writing. I created things formed ideas out of the dust of my unconscious mind, and it was good. There was a creative energy. My writing was feeling with words. I splashed parts of me on the page, but that was years and years ago before I became a professor and started writing sterile academic books and journal articles. Now, when I try to write something significant, I just get sterile plastic dribble. Perhaps I need a Jerry. Is that what you want, Jerry said? Need old Jerry to bail you out again? We were in the small little basement office in my house. 
Jerry was wearing a checkered short-sleeved shirt and an old baseball cap. He chewed Red Man tobacco, kept the tinfoil pouch stuffed in his front shirt pocket. Fuck you, Jerry, I said. Oh, well said, Professor. Very well said. You are so erudite. You don't even know what erudite means, I said to him. Sure I do, Jerry said, adjusting his hat so that it tipped slightly sideways on his head. It means a dumbass little bald man writing about his, and here he used air quotes, feelings. Thinking that anybody gives a shit, he said. I should perhaps tell you that Jerry has a very dark personality. Dark is probably not a strong enough word. His personality was beyond dark. It was a complete absence of color. It was a black hole sucking every bit of light. And I can see what you're writing, peckerhead, he said. Did I mention Jerry wasn't real? No, you didn't mention it, he said. Now just look at the page, you clown, and keep writing. Jerry wasn't real. You want real, he said? I'll kick you in the nuts, dickweed. How's that for real? He was most likely an unconscious projection of some sort. My shadow side come to life, projected onto my desk like a little hologram. Think Star Wars. And instead of Princess Leia, you got a foul-mouthed eight-inch little man dancing around on top of my desk. Ha! he snorted. That means I'm part of you. Now that's a real kick in the nuts. And here he doubled over with laughter. Anywho, I might need him to help narrate parts of this memoir. Damn right you do, he said, you talentless little dweeb. I have a diagnosed mental health condition, but I don't like the term mental illness. That sounds so crazy. Instead, I have a condition. But don't go feeling sorry for me. Don't cry for me, Argentina. That's not the purpose of this memoir. Yes, I've had to deal with mental health issues. And yes, it has negatively impacted my life. And yes, it has sometimes hurt the people around me. And yes, it has made my professional life very difficult at times. And yes, it has made me physically sick on occasions. And yes, it has destroyed countless relationships. Yes, yes, yes to all these things. But all things considered, I have a pretty good life. I really do. It's really great. I'm privileged by almost any standard. Okay, maybe it's not always so great. There's been some really dark times in the past, but by and large, I'm functioning within acceptable parameters. So in writing this memoir, I'm hoping to help others who are dealing with mental health issues. And, and you're trying to make the world a better place, said Jerry, and you want to inspire others and use your talents to feed people. Blah, 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 he interrupted. Such bullshit. He was making notes in a small tablet as he said this. He looked up and said, you're writing this book for you. I appreciate the honest, Jer uh, honesty, Jerry, 
but I don't think you quite understand. You see, I, excuse me, he said, I think I understand you better than you do, numbnuts. I'm Mr. Unconscious Projection, remember? So maybe using Jerry wasn't such a good idea. Maybe I should find a bottle to stuff him back into, kind of like a genie. Again, peckerhead, I can see what you're writing. He shook his head in disgust. You're writing this because you want to write a best-selling book. You want to be famous and have book signings and go on fresh air with Terry Gross and have everybody look at you and think how wonderful and creative you must be. You're even thinking Brad Pitt could play you in the movie version, aren't you? No, I said. That's not true at all. It's pure ego, Jerry said, and I don't mean Freudian ego. I mean ego, as in egotistical, as in self-centeredness, as in excessively conceited or absorbed in oneself. Having an exaggerated sense of self-importance, that's what I mean by ego. Maybe Leonardo DiCaprio, I said, thinking of how brilliant he was in The Wolf of Wall Street. Jerry put in, too bad Benny Hill's dead. He would have been a much better choice. <laughs>